times 30 X X. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's far in the future. Um, humanity has fundamentally changed at its, as it's spread out across the stars. Uh, mechanized suits of armor and massive hulking frames of metal and oil uh, hold together society as we know it. Uh, and I don't know, some big old alien came and dumped a bunch of futuristic AI into humanity, and now it holds it up to. Uh, it's a wild state of existence here in the universe of Lancer, uh, which is the game we're talking okay. about today. Interesting. I thought this was going to be a Warframe thing. I, or Warhammer? What's what's the what's the what's the yeah that one? Uh, um, Warhammer's I, big too. I have no idea yeah, what Warhammer is about. Warhammer. Um, it, it's, it's a sci-fi set in the future and it's got big, I think they're people. I don't think they're actually machines. Sorry. I was just really curious as to what game you were going to talk about, but I'm excited. What, uh, what, what is a sci-fi place? Yeah, this is Lancer. It is a, uh, another tabletop RPG, uh, another one that I've played, uh, quite extensively, um, uh, and another just real banger. Uh, this one comes to us, uh, from Massive Press. Uh, I believe it was released in 2019, uh, and there's been more sort of add-ons and releases since then. Uh, but it is a, an, it's another one of these crunchy games. We're back into crunch territory here. Um, it is a, a sci-fi uh, mech building and fighting game. These, these big uh, mechanical frames that you pilot uh, and fight other, uh, either mechs or other weird aliens, whatever it may be. Um, but it is a pretty complex uh but in a in a very sleek way uh, kind of game uh this is a sort of combat related tabletop you've got figures on a uh hexagonal grid uh that you kind of spread out you have all these different enemies in different places and you've got these different weapons that do different things to the environment or to your enemies um and it's a very sort of uh kind of combat puzzle not really combat puzzle but combat often ends up feeling like a puzzle as you play through it um but it's a it's a very tactical game uh which is one of the things i like about it um i don't know how how familiar are you with a sort of like mecha genre the, the kind of the mecha thing in general um I think mecha are super cool. I know a decent chunk about some of the properties. I am a little bit of a noob, if I'm going to be 100% honest. I, I like looking up art of whatever you're going to talk about. I don't try and look into what you're talking about, but I want to see mm. like art from it. And one thing that is like mildly off topic that I was just going to say is, shout out to people who can draw mechs, because like holy yes. hell, some of the designs. I'm looking at a picture of a, a manticore. Um, oh love the manticore this thing is sick this thing is so complex and like cool looking it's so cool um my mecha experiences pacific rim a little bit of evangelion and uh some gundam and zoid Zo i think they're zords zoids they were like gundams but they were animals and they would combine together and i like that oh, one and the power cool. rangers uh no they uh they weren't power rangers it was it was like a gundam anime but okay. they were like mecha that were animals and they were like combined into bigger, like the main character was a liger and it would combine into like with a bird and it would be like a flying liger with like this cool spaceship looking thing. It was really cool. I think it was, I don't think it was Zord. I think Zord is the, uh, Zord is the power Rangers term power for Ranger this. They're like no. Voltron style, like put all I their different was, vehicles together. 
Zoid? Z-O-I-D? I have no idea. I'm pretty... I, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. My cousin had a bunch of model kits of them. Yes, it was Zoids. Zoids. They're cool. Uh, which is confusing because that's also the name of the bad guy in the Gundams. So, mm-hmm. uh, fun stuff. But Mecha yeah. are cool. People can draw them, and I don't understand how. Yes. Uh, and the way you were describing that Manticore drawing you were looking at, which Manticore is one of the types of mechs you can get in Lancer. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but the way you were describing it, where it's very complicated and interesting looking uh, and, and very like weird and cool, uh, is exactly mm-hmm. how this entire game feels. All of the art looks like that. I I encourage everyone who's listening to this right now to just go and look up uh, art from Lancer. Probably have to look oh, up Lancer RPG. I like this crazy psychedelic drawing I'm looking at. It's got like some crazy yes, colors. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know how to point people to this, but this art is sick. Yes, the art as well as the entire sort of uh, flavor of the game in general is very complicated interesting sci-fi weird kind of gnarly um in a in a very also in a very like detailed and kind of kind of scrungly way it's everything feels very pointy or uh complicated or like has it has has a lot of different texture to it uh in again the the art is very much like this in a literal sense uh but then the rest of the game has a lot of depth like there, there's a lot going on. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of small facets all working together to create like such a big picture. Absolutely, and I, I think the the word texture comes to mind when you talk about how uh, there, there is a lot to this game, and it gives it a very specific feeling. And it's kind of hard for me to describe exactly what that feeling is, um, but it is uh, complex but still pleasant to experience. Um, the the sort of narrative is this big futuristic world that has all of these different uh, interconnected and complicated uh, worlds and societies and, and different facets of humanity that are interacting. Uh, at this point in the this fictional future, uh, humanity has spread out across like most of the like reaches of space. Uh, so there's all different planets that you can read about and visit. And there are these different sort of uh, corporal states, these corporation government entities that run a lot of them. And that's where a lot of the uh, narrative comes into it, too. All these different big corporal states and how they interact with each other uh, and what sort of mechs they make and what sort of abilities they have and how they uh, work together or go against each other. Uh, it's It's this very... Very tightly written and very extensively written uh, world that it kind of puts you into. Uh, And that reflects the way the game itself plays as well. Um, One fun thing I remember hearing about Lancer is that pretty much the only person who is qualified to make content for it is the person who originally wrote it. Because it's (laughs) notoriously incredibly difficult to balance because there are so many different types of weapons and uh, characters and mechs uh, and different bonuses you can get to different things and different ways that different things interact with those bonuses and with each other. There's so much going on. It's not even a question of like high numbers. The numbers don't necessarily get very high, 
but they get so complicated and they can interact with each other in such weird ways that homebrew for this game is pretty touch and go uh, in a way that I've never seen in a tabletop game before. Um, it, it's that kind of game where it's it's very complex to put together in a way that kind of makes sense once you've played it a bunch, but not so much that you can really be like, oh, OK, I'm going to just make my own new thing for it because there will be a couple different tags that you forget do this thing with this talent. And then suddenly you've accidentally created a like black hole gun that can devour everything in sight because you forgot about this one synergy uh, that one type of character gets. Interesting. Uh, it sounds like you're what you're talking about is it is a little bit of a house of cards where if you try to rebuild it exactly, you might miss something and missing that one thing can kind of uh, mess with the, the, the structural integrity of the whole thing. Sort of. Yeah. But I, I am seeing as as I'm looking at the, the thing, I'm literally only seeing one homebrew and it is like a, a Lancer Gundam wing insert. And I'm mm. kind of curious as to if that's actually like done well, but that is I have the no only. Idea. Yeah. Normally, whenever I look up a TTRPG that you mentioned, I see like a couple of different offshoots or like covers for uh, like different homebrews that people have made. But I'm not seeing a lot of that. I'm just seeing a lot of cool mech art. Yeah, uh, and to be fair to Lancer, the game is gives you a lot of things to play with right off the bat, uh, and there are some supplementary materials that have come out since then. Uh, it doesn't necessarily need homebrew, I think. Uh, that th That's also sort of a personal thing that I'll get into later. Homebrew has a very weird place in my, in my heart and mind uh, for tabletop mm. games. Uh, but Lancer is also unique enough that it doesn't necessarily need it either. Uh, you, can, you can experience all these different wild things just playing through what the game already gives you. Um, for context into how the actual, like, uh, board game part of it like the tactical combat game part of it works uh, is you have a what's called a frame it's just the the basic frame of whatever your robot's going to be whatever your mech is going to be uh, and it has some different abilities that it gets uh, just by default uh, every frame has these uh, unique abilities that are always active and then it usually has one or two uh, unique abilities that you can trigger that's sort of like your ultimate move um, but then the uh, the added thing that happens is every frame has a lot of space for you to add weapons or systems to it. And these weapons also get very complicated and have very unique effects that each of them have, in addition to being parts of this class of weapon that maybe you have a bonus with because of your frame. And then you also have to take into account the physical human character that you've put into this as well. Uh, you make a, a a player character as well as a robot. And so mm -hmm. there will be things that your player human character is good at that completely change the way that you can use the frame and the weapons and how they mix together. And again, what I'm saying sounds incredibly complex, and it is. But really, when you're building these robots and then when you're taking them into combat, it feels like you're playing this game of, okay, this is what I know works well with this. How can I stack these different weapons and robots and types of weapon and, and tags and all these different systems together to where I can do this particular type of thing really well? And that's something I think this game is good at, is giving you the tools to really 
specify a type of robot that you want to make uh, and then use it to just obliterate the enemy. Yeah, that's that sounds like a decent chunk to balance, but it feels like when you balance it right, it, it would be highly satisfying to see mm-hmm. all these pieces come together to create this bigger, bigger action. So, so to speak, especially when you're dealing with like your pilot and your mech and all the different like facets of it. That's, that sounds so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and one incredibly helpful tool that I would recommend anyone who's interested in Lancer should immediately go check out the website app uh, called CompCon, uh, C-O-M-P slash C-O-N, I believe. It's CompCon.app. Uh, Yes, I believe there's also a mobile app for it, uh, but the easiest way to use it, I've found, is just open it up in a website. Uh, but that app, I believe, is also made by Massive Press, is made by the people who made the tabletop game, uh, and it's sort of a companion uh, app for it that has all of the information about what different kinds of robots you can build and what different things you can have as part of it, uh, and puts it all in a digital format that really holds your hand through it and lets you know, like, hey, if you use this, this will work well with this. Or you don't have access to this because you haven't leveled up enough or something like that. It kind of feels video gamey using it, uh, but it's also important to use if you don't want to get just completely lost in all the different pen and paper like notes and things you'd have to make about what to remember when you're using what system. I'm I'm looking at it right now. It, lo- it reminds me a lot of D and D Beyond, but like a little bit more robust and a lot more free. Um, yes, and that it doesn't. It's not asking me for any money. It did link it me to it from the. I was looking at the Massive Press uh, artwork section because they've got mm-hmm. some cool artwork, um, and it is listed on their website to like throw you here. You can get like all sorts of different stuff put together but uh yeah it's really really detailed like there's there's a bunch going on and it just kind of tells you what works with what it's actually kind of neat that this tool is just here it's free play the game this will definitely help you i I like it when places just want you to play the game and they want to help you help you do that Oh, absolutely. And and the people that made this game know as well that you kind of need something like this if you don't want to lose your mind. Yeah, it definitely is, especially if you're if you're new to the game, like if you're trying to get someone into it, this is definitely going to be a a highly useful tool to do that. Yes, absolutely. And I will say as well, uh, you do start with very limited options. So even though it gets very complicated, uh, the game does a good job of saying, okay. Right off the bat, you don't have anything to work with except this one type of robot. You only get one frame to start with. And you can choose a couple different weapons to put onto it so you can get familiar with how the game plays before it throws you into the deep end of, okay, now you have access to this different weapon. And then you'll have access to this different type of frame. Uh, and then it just it, it spreads out very quickly. It's very much everyone starts in the same place and then figures out where they want to go from there and ends up in wildly different directions. I like a game that has a lot of variety to it whenever you're working on uh, just kind of creating a character chart. I don't like it whenever it feels like, oh, I've already played this class, so I can't play that Mm -hmm. class again because that just feels a little limiting whenever you have something where it's open and it's like, yeah, I played this mech before and I really liked it, but I feel like I could take it in a different way and like really like feel it out in a, a whole different like 
style of play or something mm-hmm. like that. I feel like that lends itself to the replayability a little bit more. Um, but also like it just, it just feels so much more unique whenever you actually get like a cool combo together instead of, uh, wow, that one's cool. The Hydra is so neat looking. Um, sorry, I'm just clicking through all the different frames. No, absolutely. All the different frames in this game look buck wild. They all have this very unique style to them. Um, the closest thing that Lancer has to a class system is, uh, different frames will be, uh, either built to be doing damage or built to be sort of supporting everyone else or built to be attacking things from range without getting up close. There, there, are, there are words for those different types. Some of them, I'm, I have not been like reading too heavily. I'm just looking at pictures. But uh, like the Tortuga has like a ton of armor all over it. It feels like that would be a little more more tanky. And then there's one, the Pegasus has like, crazy hands that mm. it looks like super mobile like it would be very fast and it would like go uh long distances or be able to like advance very quickly yes uh and not only is the pegasus super fast it's also super weird and that's another thing that's very prevalent in this game everything is just weird a lot of the mechs especially there there are four different companies quote unquote the, these these fictional companies that make these different mechs uh, and they all have similar themes in all the different frames that they make. Uh, but yeah, even in them, uh, they they get very uh, varied and unique. Um, but there, there's one company, or uh, it's not exactly a company. It's more of a loose, unknown collective of weird hacker folks um, called Horus uh, that makes especially weird robots. Uh, but even outside of that, there is a lot of like, oh, if you use this robot, you might just disappear and then reappear however many hours later. Or if you use this one, you are manipulating gravity and breaking the space-time continuum. Right alongside other ones where it's, oh, if you use this robot, you're really, really, really good with shotguns. Uh, and there's a, there's a lot of that kind of contrast uh, that I, I really enjoy. It's, it's a complete like tone shift Every different frame you see has some other wild flavor text to it. Um, and it's it's so much fun to take all these bits and pieces from those wildly different robots and put them together into something that gets very specifically good at like grabbing and attacking someone or hacking someone and making them unable to see and move, uh, stuff like that. It's, it's just so granular uh, in a very interesting way. I, I love the combination of yeah this one's got lots of armor this one's real good with the shotgun this one's got a black hole that will manipulate gravity um this one this one's got grenades mm-hmm. uh it's just <laughs> it's very very much a tone shift in one of those and it's just like oh uh mm-hmm. what all right yeah. cool but uh I am looking at the manticore and I realize that this is literally just a needler from halo, but turned into a mech. And I really love that. So, um, so yeah, for example, the manticore might be my favorite one. Cause it's very much based on everything you do. Everything that comes with it is going to heat up your mech. There's a system where there's not only health that you have to worry about for your robot, but there's also oh. heat where if you get too hot, even if you're perfectly fine on like physical damage, you might just overload the reactor in your mech and explode. Um, so the Manticore has a lot of things themed around, okay, I'm going to get very hot. 
but you can use that in like an explosive uh, outburst later if you build it right. You can kind of keep that balance in check. Um, That's kind of neat. There's also, for for another little bit of context, one of my favorite weapons in the game is the Mimic Gun that I think actually comes with the Pegasus, um, where you roll three D20 and your weapon is just randomly determined to have, oh, so much range and so much power based on the three dice that you roll. And then it rotates through those three for the rest of the combat. So it just oh. it acts differently every time you use it. And it's described as being this sort of like amorphous, difficult to look at um, weapon that keeps changing shape and size. Um, That's so weird and neat. I, I I like that concept. Absolutely. This game seems really interesting. It seems like a very, very... That's not the right word. I was going to say hodgepodge. <laughs> hodgepodge does not seem like the right word. It, it, is, it seems very purposeful. It seems like it's very, very purposefully built and very like intentionally put together to be a very unique system that is difficult to wield but in the hands of someone who knows what they're doing can do some very very intense and crazy things absolutely it's definitely for people who like complex weird sleek sci-fi and want to fight robots in this very like tactical uh complicated manner um it's again i keep coming back to the the idea of texture because it's got such a like it feels bumpy and sharp and and very uh just even the art when you look at it looks bumpy and sharp so that's that's part of it too um but yeah just all of it comes together in this very odd way it's it's a very weird game but in all that weirdness is a very well-written strangely fascinating sci-fi game in a way that i guarantee you've never seen sci-fi before i real quick i i looked up i i do agree with you like it it does seem to be exactly what you said very just strange put together in an interesting way not what you're expecting but also very very interesting, very fun. I did mm-hmm. look up the mimic gun. I'm looking at the compendium of like weapons, and all of them mm-hmm. like have a range and damage and stuff like that. The mimic gun, it's just all question marks, like range. Oh, kinetic. <laughs> oh, how heavy is it? Oh. And then the mm-hmm. compendium entry, like the actual description of the weapon, is this is not a gun. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Full stop. There's no other information. Just this is not a gun. Like, that is the style of writing in this game. Everything you read is oh. going to be just a little bit confusing. Uh, like, all right, what? That's. I know what it's not, but what is it? Mm-hmm. Is, it's not a gun. <laughs> cool. Exactly. It's very interesting, uh, but I, I I very much enjoy that that uh, style of writing. Yeah, for for those reasons and just. If you want a a tabletop game to sink your teeth into, uh, that's why I think you should play this game. Hell yeah. I definitely want to check this one out. I feel like if I play it, I might need a little handholding <laughs> to yeah, figure out absolutely. what's going on. And, it, but, and again, uh, Lancer does do a decent job of kind of holding your hand f- through the first few. You have to level up to unlock different types of weapons and talents okay. and uh frames so it it does a decent job of letting you kind of get your feet on the ground before it throws a bunch of stuff at you 
it builds its complexity in a very very manageable way kind of yeah uh okay i mean i i, I want to give it a shot it definitely seems to be up my alley it is very unique and very interesting i love the art i adore the art in this like everything that i've looked at for this game is just the coolest thing i've seen like the i am just staring at the hydra and like this is so so neat it's got two spine swords like it's got swords that look like spines that's just cool i want to um, say the hydra is the one that basically encourages you to become a sort of lord of several drones and have this complicated swarm yeah. of different minions kind of doing your bidding for you that's what it looks like it's got like a bunch of little pieces that like come up off it and float around you that's so cool um yeah. and like you've got like detachable arms and stuff mm -hmm. uh this episode more than any other that we've done has felt like i can't quite find the words for to, to <laughs> describe what exactly i'm talking about but i guarantee any of you who have listened this far and have given me the uh, the grace of patience um go look up art of this game and you will understand what i'm talking about because it's very difficult to put into words because they so intentionally made a lot of the words in the game kind of confusing um but this it's, is not it's, a gun exactly 100 <laughs> percent. Um, like just uh all right but no like genuinely agreed i am i am looking at the art for this game as you talk and uh it's not smooth it's dinged it's banged up it's uh none of these things are new these are exactly. these are reused parts uh they have been through battle they're they're tools but also they're very purposeful like a lot of the the different design choices that i see very much make sense for what this robot's like goal is like i'm looking at the rally and it's got like these really intentionally built wrists and arms that are like the main focus of it, the shoulders, the wrists, all that has like a very, in, like it very much draws the eyes to that, but it's, it looks like a gunslinger. It's got like a Magnum style weapon and a crazy hammer thing. Um, but it looks like it would, it, it very much needs that to function at its duty and to basically rotate these giant arms to move this giant gun around mm -hmm. um, looking at like, like you were saying the the pegasus it has like a it looks like it has a black hole built into its butt um but it's got these crazy arms that make it look like it can like run at you in a very intimidating way because it looks like it has hands for feet mm -hmm. um but it just looks like it would genuinely be a nightmare to try and deal with look at handle anything it just looks weird and like something that you just wouldn't know how to mess with and it has that weird gun that we were talking about that's not a gun um <laughs> but uh yeah like it, it's very intentional but it is also just kind of i don't know uh, as you said look at the art you you will really understand the bumpy yet sharp feel of this game yes i i think the best way i can describe it without keep without still trying to call things a, a texture instead of describing them in words I think the best way I can say it is every individual bit of text that you read while you're sort of brushing up on this game will answer a question and then lead to many more. And then you'll have to go find some semblance of an answer to that question somewhere else in the book. Uh, and it's it 
it connects everything together but not entirely you're always going to feel a little bit like okay there's something that they're deliberately not telling me and that's part of the purpose of the game is to go explore this rich sci-fi world and figure out why everything is as bonkers as it is 1000 percent. i want to check this game out also to make a quick correction um the year is not 30 a uh, 3000 xx okay, yeah. it is uh 15,000 years after earth is what the website says just just make yeah, sure it, it, it's got like a whole <laughs> alternative timeline for what happened in the very very far future of humanity there's a lore section on their website i'd check it out but there's also not much on it it literally is mm-hmm. 15,000 years after earth stuff is happening content coming soon stay tuned yes so they don't have a lot there yeah, that's why you should buy the game and read it just if absolutely nothing else the the, the game book could just be a a no- novel or at least like the setting for a novel of this absolutely bonkers sci-fi uh, place to exist in your mind yeah also there's some just crazy art at the very least just look at this crazy psychedelic art on the the mass uh massive press website there's an artwork section it's got that picture i was looking at earlier with the the it's got like a bunch of pinks and blues uh, uh, you will know what i'm talking about from that if you're looking at the website but there's also one that's got like a bunch of purples and greens that's just crazy like this mm. guy's got a tube in his nose that guy's floating in a pyramid just just check it out i i recommend i'm recommending this game now <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just buy the game just play the game just look at all the cool stuff in it that's why you should play this game you should play this game do I'm going to play this game someday. Absolutely. You must. When I get James to stop playing TTRPGs with everyone else and play a TTRPG with me. I'm trying. It's so difficult. Yeah, you're, you're a very busy person. There's so many TTRPGs. <laughs> and genuinely, like, TTRPGs take so much time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really do. They're so, like, so I, worth I am, it. Oh, they this are. one also takes time. Um, yeah, no, it looks like it does. It's absolutely rewarding. Um, but until we get around uh, to playing that, until we get around to uh, providing you all with the next episode, uh, I've been James. I've been Allison. And yeah, have a beautiful day. Thank you all for listening to this far. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>